And instead of transcribing the words of me saying, oh, sorry, it actually just used the correct name. It just said, Sam. And I was like, whoa, what? And I, I was looking for the caption in the live editor going, where did it go? But no, it was just, it was amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another PyBytes podcast episode. This is Julian, and I'm here with Bob. How's it going, man? Good, man. Welcome, listeners. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good start to the week. I'm ready to wind it down. What's tomorrow? Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Wednesday. We, we slip Monday again, right? No, I don't Recording. know what day it is anymore. You know, it's it's like two weeks till Christmas. Who cares what day it is? So <laughs> I'm just excited. There's a lot of stuff happening. Um, yeah. So how, how's your week going? Good? Good. Yeah. It's uh, Definitely things are slowing down, but still a nice balance of coaching, coding, Twitter, YouTube, a lot of things. Yeah. And I think uh, how many weeks till we go and leave? One and a half. One and a half. I'm so excited. Nice. I don't, Two weeks, but, right? Yeah, that's right. But for hey, don't, uh, everyone out there listening, you know, we, we say we're going to take two weeks, but uh, I'm pretty sure there'll be some business planning and idea. Uh, some coding. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll sneak away every, every other evening. Yeah, I mean, every other evening for a call. Holidays will be long. <laughs> exactly. Too long. All right. So what are we going to talk about tonight, Bob? Iron Scribe, technical stack. What's what's Iron Scribe? So maybe you've heard by now as we've been making some noise. Uh, Iron Scribe is our new transcription service. Yeah, we launched so, last week. Just to be clear, I knew what that was. I was just asking for everyone listening. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this everyone, this is a transcription service we're super proud of uh, that we've been building for the past couple of months and. It's a, just, it is what it is. You upload a video and it transcribes it, gives you the captions, allows you to edit in real time. This is not a sales pitch. Rather, it's going to lead us into the conversation of the tech stack because since launching it last week, and this is a, a SaaS product, software as a service, uh, we've had a, quite a few people messaging saying, oh, hopefully you're using Python for that. Or what are you using for the, the tech stack? So we're going to dive into that just quickly today because it is quite interesting. It is technical and uh, we hope you enjoy it. So Bob, just why don't you list it out? What are, what are some of the tech technologies that we're using in IronScribe? All right, let's go. Uh, Django web application because uh, Django is good for, uh, what is it? Busy developers with deadlines, right? <laughs> uh, and I've been using it mostly for the, the Code Challengers platform, which is in the running for four years. So I could um, reuse quite some things. And, and it comes with really nice plugins for PyTest and also, for example, AllAuth for authentication. So um, that's usually code I, I don't really want to write, right? So that mm -hmm. comes all out of the box. Uh, it's hosted on a Roku. It uses uh, Amazon S3 for... Um, storing files. It also uses Lambda functions for video processing, for example, to resize videos, to make them smaller for rendering and to make clippings, which is an uh, interesting feature of the, of the solution. And then a whole bunch of tools, Bonjoro, Zapier to, to make Bonjoros if people join. 
Sentry for monitoring in production. So if there's a crash, 500 error, we get notified. SendGrid for emailing. And most importantly, assembly AI to actually retrieve those uh, high quality captions. And, and that's actually a funny story because we were going with AWS Transcribe uh, and it was working, uh, but it was not that good. And a friend of ours uh, mentioned in a conversation, which was totally unrelated to this, uh, that assembly AI is, is really awesome. And I remember like one day, we just completely swapped it out. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, we never regretted that because it's very good for numbers, punctuation. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's an AI-based service, right? Sort of constantly improving it. And it's, it's kind of smart about understanding yeah. speech. Yeah, my favorite part of... Uh, the assembly AI service is that when when I was playing with it and, and using it, I actually didn't even know it was going to do this. And this is just the sort of stuff that blows me away about technology these days. I made a mistake in one of my recordings. And when I said, so for example, I might've said your name, Bob, when I really meant to say, I don't know, Sam, right? And so I said, oh, sorry, not Bob. I mean, Sam. But the AI was so intelligent or you know, designed to be that way that it picked up that mistake. And instead of transcribing the words of me saying, oh, sorry, it actually just used the correct name. It just said, Sam. And I was like, whoa, what? And I, I was looking for the caption in the live editor going, where did it go? But no, it was just, it was amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. So I'm very happy we made that change. And uh, it's just, it's a great, great little service there. So I guess some of the users were comparing it also to the YouTube captions that, that it makes out of the box. And uh, it actually verbatimly puts like arms in there and, and assembly AI strips all that stuff out. But yeah, as you say, like that backtracking, <laughs> wiping out complete rephrasings is 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 really powerful. Yeah, that's it. I think, you know, one of the, so for everyone listening, you know, we go by the same rules that and concepts about mindset and you know, when it comes to building, scratching your own itch, all of that sort of thing. Uh, but we also <laughs> just love technology. So this wasn't just building because we were building for, you know, building out an idea. It was also a, we just started to really love how technical <laughs> this was getting and just really admiring the technology involved. So it became, you know, a passion project and we'd sit there like, fanboys in the evening as we'd figure out things and and just discuss the the little solutions that you were coming up with there bob so that was cool i really enjoyed it it was a hard problem so yeah it required mm -hmm. becoming uncomfortable and pushing through and this typical doubt kind of really do it uh, <laughs> all these yep. dependencies on other solutions what if that goes down and, and all that stuff right and uh well, in the end, it, uh, it's working. I mean, there's always room for improvement, but uh, hmm. yeah. I forgot to mention the front end. Um, so Bootstrap for the styling. Uh, and for JavaScript, we use Vanilla, jQuery, and also HTMX, which is is really mm -hmm. awesome. It's brand new, and uh, it really makes it easier to um, to do Ajax calls. And, and yeah, so that, that was really nice how we could integrate that. Yeah, exactly. So back to that point you said about it being difficult. Uh, if I'm going to ask what you found to be the biggest complication in the code stack as you were as you were coding, really, what was the hardest part? 
Yeah, it was not assembly AI. Kudos to assembly AI because uh, literally in one day I could swap out uh, Amazon and that's such a friendly API. Uh, the biggest part was Heroku because you go serverless. So we had, mm. you get very limited memory. And of course, before sending files to assembly AI, you need to get the audio out there. And, and there was some video processing we were doing on Heroku that, yeah, that just, uh, through memory errors at some point. Hence, we offloaded that to AWS Lambda to really keep the, the web server light and do the heavy processing um, in the cloud. That was a challenge. And yeah, I think the the whole, you know, doing things in, in background tasks and queues. Luckily, I had some exposure with Celery through the PyBytes reading list app a few months ago. So that came in handy. But that can be kind of, challenging to um, to do things in the background with um, setting up uh, task queues and stuff. Yeah, and, and another thing was the clippings. For example, we allow you to, so you get this modal and you can specify the start in the end second. And then it was working great, but then of course captions would fall off or would be mm. cut down. And so, yeah, and that's that's kind of the point here is, is you have to build, you have to go through that first filled iteration to then really start to think about how to do it better. So all of a sudden I had this, so of course I went away, the diffused mind, right? Uh, came back and all of a sudden like, wait, why don't we do the offsets of the clippings uh, caption base? So they go exactly from one caption to the other. And since I introduced that change, <laughs> deleting a lot of code works perfectly. Nice. Yeah, that was a good solution because I remember when we played with it, you know, even we fell in that trap. We chose, uh, let's do 28 seconds and see how that turns out. And while the, the tech worked, the usability wasn't there because <laughs> we were dropping off mid-sentence and it was just, uh, it was frustrating. It became a, a nightmare to try and get that perfect, uh, you know, slot there in the timeline. So it's sort of like that that concept, right? If you just build without getting feedback as you go, even if it is your own feedback, and that's why it helps to be able to use your own tools as you're building them. Um, if you just build without actually getting that user feedback, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. And that to me was one of my biggest hurdles with this is that this was one of the first times we built anything for someone else, like with an, from an idea that someone else had and, and asked us to help them make. And when we decided, you know, let's scale it out. If one person wants it, maybe other people would use it. At that point, we needed feedback from all over the place. And then, and we were getting so much feedback from different places and everyone had different opinions and thoughts. It is so overwhelming and you cannot implement everything. You cannot act on everything. So there was this moment where we had to, this is pretty much um, you know, what it's indicative of what it's like to be a, a developer professionally. You're going to get feature requests and issues and feedback you have to choose what the critical part is for launch. You have to choose what's a nice feature request for somewhere down the line, uh, something that's just, you know, not applicable. And then you also have to look at who's giving the feedback. And you never want to dismiss someone for their feedback. It's just that some people would be in the industry, would be the actual target people to use it. And their feedback is actually going to be much more valuable in the sense that, hey, they know exactly what they're talking about and what it's like to use a service like this every day. And so navigating that uh, was actually really much more complicated and stressful than I expected it to be. 
So a bit of mindset there. Yeah, this was a great project and uh, we learned a lot and also from the front end. So if you want to check it out, uh, go to ironscribe.io and uh, let us know if you have any feedback. What, uh, what are you reading? What am I reading? All right, so, so we're done with that. Let's get into the books as we always do. So I'm not actually reading a book. Well, anything new from what I mentioned last week because, you know, I have things to do sometimes. Uh, but I've actually found... I, I've been enjoying reading my tech magazines again. So got my online subscription, been reading them on the iPad and just uh, flicking through stuff. Uh, just super valuable, really enjoying it. was reading um, Money Magazine as well the other day, which uh, was quite nice. It was the end of year issue. So just I'm in a different mood. Maybe it's the holiday mood. I don't feel like anything too heavy and just want something casual, read an article, put it down, move on. You know, what about you? Yeah, not much. Uh, if you're building, then your appetite for reading uh, slows down as it's all stack overflow and documentation <laughs> and just code and, you know, fixing problems. Uh, but I'm reading that um, How to Take Smart Notes book that Marty uh, recommended. Mm. Uh, but I, I have to start implementing uh, to really get something out of that, of course. It, it, it's very practical. That's a good point. I ended up getting that on the Kindle, so I should give it a look when I get a yeah. chance. All right. Well, look, that's the end of the episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening, as always, and for joining us, Bob. I enjoyed the chat, hearing about the stack. We, It is kind of funny, you know, we're a Python-type podcast, and there's so much mindset. I will say that I think our balance between the tech and the mindset is actually in line with what we see as we coach. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because we also do a lot of tech stuff on YouTube and Twitter, right? So I like... I was talking a bit more mindset here as well. Yeah, that's what we tend to talk about anyway when we when we have a random chat. So, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will be back next week, and then we might go on a brief break for the holidays and be back in January. So uh, special episode next week. We won't tell you why. Very special. We're going to have fun with that. Oh, for sure. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. As always, any feedback, ideas, send them our way. and. Uh, we're back next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to pybyte slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode. Thank you.